Michael, no. We had to wrap the motherfucking rock band mic around the little hanging pole oh three times. Had that bitch in there so it could stay at Well, you had that bitch hanging upside down? Yeah, we had a bitch I really think up that all was, type of way. I think to this day, that's still the most ghetto setup I've ever seen in my that's entire life. We made some raw shit. Yeah, right? y'all, made, y'all made some cold ass shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. That shit was pretty dope. Man, honestly, I don't think there's any other way to, to do this. But uh, I feel like it was a perfect introduction to this podcast if this is really a podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. This is why I said it, because honestly, we that wasn't even on the schedule, but it perfect. It, it perfect intro right there. Right. You know, well, let me try to be a good host since it says that's what I am. Uh, welcome to the first episode of Is This Really a Podcast? I can hear myself echo, and so it made me stop. I was kind of like, who the fuck is that? I knew that was what it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, welcome to the first episode of this is podcast. Is this really a podcast? Let me say this shit right so you'll know how to look it up. It's me today. You got me, you know, your favorite neighbor, Jay Vans. Got my family here with me. I want to call them co-hosts, but they might host it too. I might not even be here. I'm going to be listening too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I got Michael Anthony over here. What's happening? And I got the lovely NTR. Nature, nurture, soul, spirit, all that. I was going. I was going to keep saying <laughs> high key. I was going to just keep going with adjectives until you just fucking. Hey, look! Up. Since we got this echo going every time that you talk, I'll be covering my mic. Like, okay, we're gonna do this ghetto style. Hold on, I Hold just on. finished watching Dipset and fucking <laughs> the lock. So. Oh yeah, that shit was wild. I ain't gonna lie, that's probably the livest one I've seen. Like everybody got hyped because of the songs that everybody else did on their verses. But yeah, that one was just—you ain't know what the fuck was gonna happen. Like nigga, y'all. I didn't know what, even if we were still do, watching a verses. Honestly, <laughs> look, Jada Kid said, "Look, I run the whole motherfucking show. Don't worry about nothing. Honestly, I got this." Yeah. Man, I felt like we were just like watching somebody do a show for their homies and then right exactly like it was on a bigger scale they was like we got a birthday party listen i've been in the san antonio music scene for like we'll say like five years now right and this literally looked like we used to get together at this place called frankie diablos and it'd just be like a whole bunch of people fighting for the mic like, let Damn, me freestyle. Gross. Let me go. It's my turn. It's my turn. Nah, it's man, it's my turn. turn. You had your turn. You went like for 15 <laughs> I've minutes. I've seen somebody get the mic yanked. Like, like not, not yanked, yanked, but like they, they just took it from the person. It was like, all right, my turn. Oh, they both Yo, got it. That's not cool. See, I ain't gonna lie. Part of me is happy that I started solo and yeah. I wasn't close enough to like be a part of everything. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm obviously deeply ingrained in gold life, but I can't actually be there with the fam at any given moment. Right. So the fact that I got my own home set up and I've been doing it by myself for the past three years, like I've brought maybe three different motherfuckers into my studio. One of them, I ended up signing to ride the wave. The other one kind of decided he was going to go back to doing his own thing. And one of them don't even really take it that seriously. He just happened to be a dope ass MC. So we did some shit together. Oh damn, them motherfuckers be the greatest because they be like, I right, bet. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, right. fuck it. I'll come hey, I'll come over there tomorrow. And don't give no fucks. And then don't give no slip, fucks. Slip, slip me some bread just for letting him get on the microphone. I was like, what? 
Even better. <laughs> Say less, my nigga. You you welcome any fucking time. You respectful of the house. You always had the bud, and you slid a nigga down. I take that, bro. I appreciate that. That's love right there. Hey, that's see, neither when we was watching the fucking verses. That's freaky Zeke right there. See, that's Zeke. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's fucking Zeke. Hey, so I was I pointed this shit out to Niza about the the verses. Tell me why they started the verses off showing Jada Kiss ass crack and they ain't say nothing about it. They just, they just put that boy. Yeah, they disrespected this man. Like they just like, oh, then he got plumbers crack. Let's start the show. Let's start the yeah. bitch right now. That Honestly, out of right. all of the cameramen there, because I know you've seen all the cameramen on stage. They was all on stage. Everybody had their cameras and phones out. Out of every angle that she could have chosen, they picked the one where he was bent right in front of like, And it was a close-up. Right and it was yeah. a close-up. I do not understand what went uh, through this man's head to say, yeah, no, this is the one. This is the camera right here. This is the one we got to open the show with. We listen, got like, crack. I don't, this shit? I don't <laughs> know who didn't run it by Jada Kiss because they got a close-up and everything. They was right there. Like, they, For real, I was so close. I, I probably could have slid a quarter in that bitch. Like, <laughs> not slid a quarter. <laughs> not slid a quarter. Bro, I swear to God. Look, I see. Look, if I was him, I would have caught a murder charge after all that shit went down, too. Like, oh, motherfucker, God. did you zoom in on my ass crack, bro? So y'all ain't going to cut it? Y'all right. ain't going to cut it. Y'all, y'all got to see me outside. Come on. Y'all got to see me outside before I edit this bitch out. Y'all got to see me outside. Because that's that. No, that. You violated the shit out that man. That ain't cool, yeah. bro. Hey, that yeah. shit wasn't cool. It was funny, but it wasn't cool at all. Right. <laughs> like, it was nigga turned into a meme the very next day. I was like, shit. Hey, that was and that's the terrible part about it because they did. Hey, the locks won it. I'm, I'm a forever a Dipset fan, but the locks won it. I can't. They they just gotta, they had better showmanship. Yeah, after what Jada did and kept calling them niggas out. I, I gotta give it to the locks, but I'll be to be honest with you, I already knew I was gonna go for the locks to begin with. I like them mm-hmm. more than Dipset. I've never really been a Dipset fan, to be honest really? with you. Yeah, like people have always said, you know, Cameron is a dope rapper. He ain't really do it for me. But yeah. aside from him being a rapper, after watching Paid in Full, it's just really hard for me to like that dude because he played that yeah. motherfucker too <laughs> hey, goddamn well. Rico bro. was a fucking who goddamn well, bro. And hey, ever since then, funny. I never liked that nigga. So, you know, they was already fucked. And Jules, I mean, hey, Santana. You, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Listen. I'll listen to him before I listen to anybody else in Dipset. But still, we were just talking about when we were watching. We were just talking about how Jewel Santana has not changed. Like him not and Earl just be drinking the same water. Somebody got access to this water coming from straight from the fountain of youth. I'm trying to tell you, it did yeah, been like can. 15 years, and he looked the same. Jim Jones too. Jim Jones, you can see he kind of aged, but Jewels look exactly the fucking same. See, yeah. Jim, I was gonna say Jim been going through some things because homeboy yeah. look like he need he need a vacation. Hey, he said vamp life. He meant it. He don't go to sleep. That's right. what it is. He ain't <laughs> he never really been to don't. sleep. He ain't never. He's like, going I'm gonna have to do this shit the same way. You know what I'm saying? He ain't Kevin Gates. Only Kevin Gates. <laughs> Hey, uh, right, that's hey, the only Jim nigga. Jones was in time first. Yeah, they like an hour or two ahead, like they're fucking up. everything up. They already up. They say, Oh, you going to bed? Good morning. Good morning. Good, hey. Right, that's it. Hello, good morning. <laughs> that's that neighbor passing whenever you yeah. one neighbor going inside from a long night, the other one getting up for a long day. That's it. People in New York don't even say good morning, they just be like. Hey, no. They really don't. 
motherfuckers don't. in New York be like, hey, yo, hey, yo, son, what's pop? Hey. What's this morning time, son? Trying to get real, this money, son? Bro, real shit. Dead ass. Northern wake up, son. Northern motherfuckers do not say good morning very often. Like, the only time a northern motherfucker is going to say good morning is when you're talking to moms. Yeah. You got to show respect. You oh, don't yeah. speak to mom you when say you first wake mom up. She's going to put you back to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you say, you acknowledge moms. But other than that, you really don't say good morning to a motherfucker. Hey, what hey. you finna get into? And not even that. That's the, when you say what you finna get into, that's more of a us. That's more of a southern thing. I feel like in New York, like motherfuckers wake up. You don't even wake up. You hit, yeah. You hit outside. You wake <laughs> You're gonna. Oh, it's morning time. Let me saying, get up. You you gonna you gonna hear somebody holler something. You don't know yeah. what the fuck. It might not even be a real word. It, you know it, ain't, it, might, it ain't even gonna be to you. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be just down the street. Right. It's you down gonna hear the street. Oh, what the fuck? Hey, who that that? Is? Oh, yep, I don't you know that. That's it. Dang. You gonna oh. you gonna wake up? You gonna hear somebody holler? Somebody gonna ask you for a square? Or you yeah. gonna ask for a square? And yeah. that's it. You ain't finna do nothing else. Hey, yo, son, let me bum a square off you. That's it. <laughs> hey, I love New York though. Like, I love. New I'm York. trying to tell you, bro. I, I love, love New York love just because of like what we just saying right that. now. Right. I love. I love being a northern nigga, bro. Like I can go to the. I can go to the motherfucking Arab. Get me a square because them the only motherfuckers that sell Lucy's. Yeah. Walk out the store. I don't need to buy a whole pack of Newports. I can get one, two, three cigarettes. Walk the fuck out the store. That is the only place you can get like one cigarette. That's the only place you can do it, bro. I was. I'm so mad that you can't do it down south. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't smoke no more. But if I was still smoking, I'd still be upset about it. But luckily, you know, it's not an issue for me. But Northern life is a little bit different. The air is a lot looser, so you can smoke and not die immediately <laughs> smoke and not die you know what i'm saying here you got to struggle to smoke and breathe like you can't <laughs> it's hard to do both of them if you're not accustomed to that you know what i mean luckily by the time i start hey man i can only do one of the two man you gonna right. you want me to smoke two. with you you want me to breathe i can't Most, both, they, they say motherfuckers can't walk and chew gum motherfucker you can't smoke and breathe here okay don't do it that that thick especially ass not air, in georgia you understand me it will take you the fuck out don't let it be hot outside Oh, Your Lord, ass, yeah. nigga, fuck a wife beater. You got to be outside, butt ass naked. You still feel like you submerged. You bet, right? You better be in a motherfucking <laughs> pool or something, holding that cigarette right above the water. Cause your ass is gonna. Can you die. imagine the motherfucker holding the cigarette? But nah, I'm just trying to get this last little. <laughs> look, 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 that's need my nicotine for the day. Well, why you got your clothes on? Hey, I ain't even <laughs> going swimming, man. Uh, I'm just trying to fight this. That's cool, goofy. I swear to God, bro, that's it. That's, oh, that's why Lord. niggas up north always got fucking hoodies on and shit. You like, bro, it's summer. Nigga, no, not here. Not here, it's not. But it's a cold world, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That, and that'll be your fucking response. It's a cold, it's a cold world, world out here, son. Niggas die every day, B. Like, oh, shit. Every I day? Hey, every day. Right, like, that yeah, cold, damn. That cold is something. Oh, yeah. I went and I lived up there. Not in New York, but I was in Maryland for six months. And when I went to New York... That was the type of cold that, like, that shit hurts your face. Yes, yes. Yeah. Why you think we look so mean up north? Yeah, that shit hurt. That yeah, it's messed up if your if your whole down south. It's like New York people are like quote unquote like known to be bullies and shit like that. But it's Mm -hmm. even fucked up if you got that personality and your weather matches that personality. Your weather is bullying you. Was like, nah, fuck you. It's cold out here. (laughs) I'm trying to tell you, bro, because like I said, the south, the south heat. And the northern winters are cold in general. That shit is crazy. Now, Them listen. two are equal on equal footing. That shit, you gonna die in either one of them. 
you go it's it's true though. It's facts. That's why you facts. always got a scowl on your face in the south during summertime, and you always got one up, up during winter up north. You always gonna have a scowl. Rather, I think I would rather be be in the heat though than be in the cold because that cold that cold hurts, man. It be bringing out injuries that you didn't even know. That yeah. You be like damn. When did I have a back problem? Man, when does my knee mm-hmm. start doing this? Yep. My knee ain't never did this my entire life. You want to find out how old you are? Take your ass up north in the cold. You going <laughs> to hey, find out. Ain't no lie, though, because I lived in Washington State and in Indiana. And, hey, I'm do- I'm okay with the cold. Me and cold cool, but I ain't trying to hang out with them like that. Like, See, I, I can do both because, I mean, hell, I was born in January in Ohio. So, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, and, I, hell, I... That. You know, I, you I, I lived in Canada, so I'm, you know what I mean, I've experienced worse, but if I had to choose one, I'm going to take the heat because it's easier to get away from that. You can walk into some AC. You can yeah. jump into a yeah, cold shower. Yeah. 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 You, you can yeah. get away from the heat. Well, you ain't going to be there, but you can get away from I ain't going to do See, that's the thing. That's, that's, that's crazy because I'm the same way. to do that. Hey, yeah, you got it. That's real country. Yeah, exactly. hey, I, hey, that's hey, hey, no, no, I'm, I'm agreeing. I'm, I'm like, you're gonna have to jump in that river at some point. Listen, you better I be thinking about it all the time. Hey, I know it's gonna hit with all type of uh, diseases, right? <laughs> Illnesses. You do. You actually do. Yeah. You got community STDs and community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, niggas just shit. Hey yeah, man, just, sharing shit up there. Hey man, I just put some of them, uh, you know, some of them herpes in there. I don't know if you wanted to cut some of uh, what's in the water right there. They said, nah, a little syphilis in that water. <laughs> like what? Like the salt man, like, right? Just salt baby syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that's true though, because I know, like, being here, like, even though I've been up there where it's cold and shit like that. Like, I can definitely deal with the heat way more than I can deal with cold air. Like, cold weather, I should say. Yeah. Like, frozen weather. Because, hey, man, you didn't seen it, too, Michael. Like, man, I used to walk. We used to walk every fucking where. Hell, heat. yeah. Beaming on your, on that. Look, <laughs> you know, you remember how far it was from Mookie House to Vince House. You damn right. Me and Tyreek walked that bitch one day. That's and he was rough. like, because I didn't know. I didn't know how far it was. Tyreek's like, oh, it's about, like, three miles. Fucking, oh he leave off. To go fucking, he go he leave us to go do some shit with somebody else. Like on the way there, he had him a little booty call or whatever. And so I walked the rest of the way to Vince's house. I get to Vince's house. He's like, man, what the uh the Chris drop y'all off? I was like, nah, me and Tyreek was walking, but he fucking he's like, where y'all walk from? I said, from Mookie House. He's like, he's like, it's like it ain't nothing but like three miles. He's like, man, that is seven miles. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, y'all didn't walk seven miles over here in the fucking heat. Y'all goofing. Bro, we still talk about that shit. Every time we'll be driving around Camden, like, yeah, bro, remember you walked that? Yeah, I remember y'all walked that seven miles, y'all dumb asses. I will never forget when we went to Yakima, Washington. Oh, man. To go meet Clavis. Oh, man. And you, and me and Gabby, so that night of the show, me uh-huh. and Gabby went and we printed out flyers for the show. And we was walking around all of Yakima, which is the desert. Like, yeah, damn near. You right in the middle of the valley. Right and you in the middle of the summer. Oh, I think it was, God. what, like July when we yeah. were out there? Yeah, it was definitely in July, yeah. And it was hot as fuck. It was like 104 degrees, and we were walking all over town. This is before Uber. Yeah, so. this is before Uber and Lyft and shit, because, you know, that, that's before they got popular. Right. I think that's Uber was shit, only in, man. like, Seattle and shit at the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah from the airport. Me. From the airport, I had to get on the little shuttle, and it was like three hours till we got mm-hmm. to Yakima. Yep. Wow. Yep. Now that I think about it, why the fuck 
like Yakima. It sounds. Like- <laughs> hey man, there's a history behind it. I just don't remember. It wasn't important enough for me to know. <laughs> Shut up, bro. <laughs> it wasn't important Welcome. for me. I mean, it's not. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it ain't had nothing to do with my culture stuff. Oh man, that ain't got shit to do with me, my guy. Hey, I'm just saying. I respect it. Recently, actually, I just found out somebody that I worked with and used to live right near there, like oh, around wow. the same time. They was like, because I was like, yeah, I used to live in Washington State, and they was like, oh, where? And I was like, Yakima. They was like, nah. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna just make up a name. Yeah, you gonna not, not <laughs> thought that up out of the middle of my Yakima. Uh, <laughs> no. I think I had ever heard of Yakima, or the only time I had ever heard of Yakima was from that one time I Carly episode. Where they oh talk about Yakima Yeah, that was, and then on, uh, and they went there. I was there when they went there on a motherfucking what you call it, catfish. When they catfish, when they, uh, the oh, episode geez. of catfish, I was I was living there when it happened. They uh, Get my the mama, fuck out my mama saw it at her at her uh, hotel she was working at. They had they came in there, but it was a couple people I knew that had seen them, or they was in the mall and shit, and it was fucked up because I was like, man, the one day I ain't in the in the mall working. They motherfuckers walking around the mall. They didn't. Everybody seen them but me. I watched the episode. I was like, oh, I know exactly what the fuck to say. Hell no. That shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. So um, we were talking about the locks and shit, and then we were talking about dip setting them. First off, before we go into, I just thought about something I'm going to ask y'all. But before we go into that, uh, I know y'all saw the Soldier Boy Bow Wow versus, but. <laughs> But we ain't talking about that. I mean, I wasn't. I'm, I'm only saying it to say how they was talking about Soldier Boy buying fake jury. I saw on Instagram and shit. Oh, I was gonna was watch talking, that clip and hey, I did not watch it. Homeboy went to the kiosk that he got the shit from. Had the little white dude to like, yes, uh huh, yeah, yeah. Get that the he bought it from there too. But he, he said he had. He kind of was like snitching, but not trying not to because he was like because he kept mentioning how he had another kiosk where he has real jewelry. And right. the Soldier Boy bought some from that kiosk and the other kiosk. So mm. he was trying to come, they, you know, he was like, you know, I don't know if he knew that's what was going on, but he was definitely like, oh, yeah, he, this is the one he came to, but he bought some from the other one too. You know what I mean? Dude right. was trying to catch him up saying he got fake jewelry. He's like, you bought fake shit, nigga, la la la. Soldier Boy, like, 35000 for this motherfucking Cardi. I paid 35000 But I you know? swear, this nigga. <laughs> Like it's not just oh this nigga always says some shit he always got beef with somebody I swear to God he plant these motherfuckers just yeah. so he can stay relevant like he'll wait until it dies completely down then come right back with some bullshit for real it's Let a it feel. you feel down. like that you feel like I so really do it up. every time this every time he falls out of relevancy he comes right back he waited until he died down from this versus because he was he was up hyped hyped up again for the versus mm-hmm. just like yeah, all celebrities are. That's then true. they turned everything into a meme because a bow with that motherfucking finger. That shit was funny hey, as hell. Bow wow just and, hey bow wow look rough. I, yeah, that shit I, that shit was. That, I'm he, a bow wow fan too. Right, I don't like to talk too much smack. You know what I'm saying? Because he's from Ohio and it's yeah. only it's not too many of us. You know what I mean? So right, but. Soldier was relevant for a minute, and then after that one died down, and all the memes died down. Then we got the locks and dip set. Mm-hmm. And niggas said, "No, no, 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 y'all niggas ain't talking about Soldier. Y'all ain't talking about nothing." So, yeah. come on, let's let's bring up this jewelry thing because this ain't the first time he had these same claims. You know what I'm saying? Thrown. Yeah. Out. No, no. So definitely not. Definitely you know what I'm saying? So it's like, dude, you're doing whatever you can to stay relevant. And I'm like, why? Why you done fucked around and got you a TikTok hit? 
You done, yeah. that, you know what I mean? You got you got yeah, some of the most famous fucking interviews. Bro, up. we know you there, bro. You're not doing nothing now. Honestly, you just though, do your thing, bro. I feel like half of that's true. The other half, though, I feel this is how I look. I feel like it, it ain't that him him planting people for relevance. I just think that he'll he don't give a fuck about going at anybody who coming at him. Like no matter what your relevancy is, as far as like you as a person, if you talking shit about soldier, soldier gonna say some shit. <laughs> soldier gonna he say something. Fuck. Yeah. He he ain't got I hope he hear this podcast so he can be like, "Hey, nah, these motherfuckers was talking about me. I'm right. big soldier." You- <laughs> I'm all now, say, now I will say that I will say I will say he, that he, they he don't did. give him his flowers yet. They should they should have been gave him his flowers because he did start a, this whole digital exactly. age shit yeah. for rappers. If it yeah. wasn't for him, we would not be able to post music like we do on Spotify, SoundCloud, True. whatever you put your True. music on. That nigga sold like now Romeo kind of came off a little too motherfucking preachy. But when he yeah. brought him out there, he made a point. He was like, between what Bow Wow did and Romeo did and Soulja Boy did, they all played a role in where we at now and what oh, yeah. we're able to do. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, don't, both, don't get it They twisted. all paved the way for each other. Right. Bow we also ain't going to take away from what Draco did. But uh, and even sometimes if you I feel like Atlanta, they he got to stop. Because he, homeboy looked like he going through, he looked look like he losing sleep. He ain't sleeping too hard. And I need then I need soldier to get this. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> like I need because his ass ain't old. He is he even older than us? No, soldier boy, like the same age as us. Honestly, that's what I was gonna say. He the same fucking age. So, nigga, I need you to get some if sleep because big soldier got to stay he like around. a year or two older. Y'all know that soldier boy's net worth is thirty million. Yeah, I believe it. I believe right. I was gonna say I believe. I fucking believe it. I honestly, I thought it would have been more. But it makes sense that it's only thirty million though. He ain't really like just his, like getting. Grand I feel like if his video like game that. console blew up, he probably would have a bigger net worth. Hey, for real though, I wanted a Soldier Boy console. I did too. I thought I'm about not getting. Lie. I, it, I, was I was like, like just because it's Soldier and it's cheap enough, I get that motherfucker just to say, "Yeah, I got that motherfucker," yeah, just yeah. to say, "I got it." Hell, fucking yeah, I'll be on that motherfucker. So anyway, I brought up that shit, and I was gonna bring it back to the locks because we were talking about like Cameron being in a uh, paid in full. I was gonna say, what's y'all favorite hood movie though? Like, like hood movie, like like paid in full type of hood movie, not just like some shit that you know is a hood ass movie because it got the same hood actors in it all the time. <laughs> Motherfucking Lorenz Tate in eighteen films. I'm gonna be honest with you. Back. I was just about to say Lorenz Tate, almost all of them. But all there's of them this all uh, there's this YouTuber and uh, his channel's called Prim's Hood. Oh, Cinema. I was hoping that's what you was gonna Bro. say. I love his fucking videos, bro. I swear to God, he is the funniest nigga. Bro, every time I wait for that one line, it's a sad hood movie. Yeah. I, that's it. That's it. As long as he as long as he hey. gets that line there. But hey. I love watching him, bro. I swear to God. And it's hard to choose one because he made me love all of them all over again. All over again. Um, but Music. if I had to choose one, mm-hmm. I I think it would have to be paid in full. That's a fucking classic, though. How can you not? Though? Like, right. I, I mean, come on, bro. Hey, Boogie. What? Come on, hey, bro. Wood Harris was in that bitch. Bro, he did that shit. That movie was the shit, bro. That I mean, everybody played their role perfectly. Everybody. So I think I, I think I got to give it a paid in full. Paid in full. What about yeah. you, Nisa? What do you think your what, your your favorite your number one hood movie? My number one what? Hood movie. Oh, no, I really, I really, I might be biased because I'm a woman, but I really fuck with set it off. 
Oh my god. That ain't got hey listen, you ain't that ain't biased bro. at all. That's the fucking hey, you talk, bro. That is one of my favorite. That is a fucking one. That ever. is one hood movie or whatever. Or uh, otherwise, exactly. Five movies. Because, oh my yo, god. Cleo was in that bro. Hey, bro. I I still can't watch that shit without getting choked up, bro. Hey, when I see that time. scene, bro. That music every start time. I hear that day after day. I be oh yeah, man, don't do it. Hey, you Send know what's coming for me? Day after day, Cleo, don't stop the car. Don't stop. Don't. Hey, when she hit the switch and so I was like, oh bro. here you go. This was, that's it. They about to kill my girl, dog. bro. When she talked, she said, "Get out, y'all. Run the other way." She said, "Y'all go, go. I got it." She said, "All right, motherfuckers." I said. Right, I'm like, look, I'm, look, I'm trying not to get into it, bro. I love that movie Jay so fucking much, bro. That is my shit. I'm still mad hey. that Jada was the only one to make it, the only hey. one. Okay, so she said, "Uh, set it off." And you said, "Paid in full." Now I ain't gonna lie, that was in my top, top five hood movies of all favorite hood movies. So, so yeah. y'all said those. I'm not gonna say those. For me, if I had to take those out of the equation, because honestly, my my number one would be paid in full too, just because of the story. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that I story is crazy. Okay. No, no, no. Let me say my. Let me no. Saying that was okay, that was okay, okay. that's what I was gonna say if y'all didn't say it. So what I my when I'm gonna pick poetic justice, I have to pick poetic justice. Just I can do that really because that yeah, just, it was just impactful. One. I can feel that. I felt it was the a, whole thing. Yeah, that was a that was, that was a, our really like well played movie. Yeah, that was like our like hood love story for sure. Like it really, that was one of the man, ones. Who you telling? Because I'm gonna be honest with you. When I saw Poetic Justice, I was like, "Damn, is this really? How, is this how love's supposed to be? Like, is this how this shit's supposed to work? Like for real?" Because you know I was like, "Fruitvale Station." Oh yeah, but see, that's, honestly, I love that one. I just wasn't. I was thinking like classic ones, but that one is a hard. That one's hard. I don't that think I, I really think that's an underrated film. I don't it think is. a lot of people it's celebrate. It's super it. underrated. Yeah, I don't feel like they celebrate that enough. That, they that really was don't. A really good movie. Michael B. Jordan was great in it. It got yeah. Ryan Coogler the fucking fucking best fucking situation. Honestly, that that threw him on the map. You know, right? Went from yeah. that to Black Panther, bro. Like that was fucking hard. Like that's I'm trying to say. Style. He made, That's he like made his life first great movie. for us with Black Panther. So, yeah, we need hey. to celebrate the movie that opened the door for him to be able to do that. Definitely. Michael B. Jordan, too, because he was already an actor, you know what I'm saying? But then, right. like, that one, everyone was like, yo, Michael B. Jordan can act. You know, know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, motherfuckers he was really not for checking for that nigga for a while. They really wouldn't. You know what's crazy? I didn't know he was in Hardball until I watched it again the other day. I was like, That's Michael B. Jordan for real. Wow. Little baby Michael B. Jordan up in here. I... Have not seen that movie in decades. Man, it's on HBO Max. They got it. Oh on shit! Oh, you should have told me that. You should uh, not have told me. Oh, that. trust me. I made a little playlist on there for uh me and Alex and them to watch when we having our little hood cinemas. I be showing them all the movies from when we was kids watching the hood movies as children. Hell yeah, we should. We should actually do that though. I definitely want to do that. Like where we do that and we'll watch them and then like I'm we'll be honest with you, I watch them. I can't sit. I can't make my wife sit through all of them, so I just make her watch the Prim's Hood Cinema videos because mm-hmm. you know white girls can't handle watching <laughs> all the hood films. So I, I let her do that. Now I will say the one movie that I had to make her watch was it High Looney? No. Oh, House Party. Had, oh yeah, of course. I had. Yeah. Of course. I, I, I thought. I told her. If wait, you don't I watch thought House she would have saw that already. You, you understand me? So I almost had to put hands on her for a second. Because <laughs> I was like, hold on. You, you want to be my woman. 
and you ain't seen House Party. I said, hell no, you gonna sit Especially your ass down. Especially for you. You understand me? I said, you gonna sit your ass down. As soon as I signed up for HBO Max, I saw it on there. I said, yeah, no, you finna sit down and watch this right now. I don't care hey. what you got to do. Paint your toes, what up? You gonna watch this? You gonna watch House Party. You. I'm a quiz. You. I got you. <laughs> don't play with me. Look, I'm hey, quizzing you go, ass. <laughs> you go, no. Bro, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. You got I, I will watch on it. Your phone, I'm going to need you to download that. <laughs> yeah, straight up. I'm going to need you to get that. I'm going to need you. See, what I like to do is like make like have them watch it and then watch the Prim's Hood cinema. Yeah. So, like, I feel like they can, they'll understand and appreciate the comedy and what he's saying right. a lot. Because if you ain't seen it before, you like, okay, it'd be okay. funny, but you won't. It won't hit you like if you've seen the movie. Right, like, you gotta know what the fuck you' talking about. Yeah. You know what though? I'm a, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit sad that nobody said juice. See, that's because it's a given though. For me, juice is a given. Yeah. Like if you say yeah, juice, 100%. this is how I look. If you like, what's your favorite hood classic? And someone say either if they say juice or uh, do the right thing or boys in the hood, I feel like they just saying it because those are popular ones. Like you right. know what I mean? Yeah. I know more people who've seen Juice than they've seen Poetic Justice. That's kind of uh, minorities and not more and not minorities. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, man, look, I ain't never seen nobody play crazy like Tupac played crazy. I hey, that though, that shit was Tupac legendary. Is still underrated. He's still an underrated actor to me. Right? He was under. He still he was an underrated actor the whole time. Like people was fucking. They was surprised by Juice, but they don't realize that he went to a whole school. A like whole you know what I mean? School? He, Bruh, he went to when school I was younger. That. It was like okay, Tupac. Thug life, he's a rapper. And right. then I got older and you know what I'm saying, got to the age where I started learning about the artists that I listen to and follow. And when I found out this nigga's history, I said, You gotta be motherfucking kidding me. Right. right. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? And then that's that's you know what I'm saying? Cause when I was younger, my favorite and actually my all-time favorite Tupac song, one of like the top three for me. Mm-hmm. Is always I get around. That's always been yeah. my favorite song. It That's was good. my anthem for song. a while. Like that was my shit. That bad song. Like I I hadn't seen the video for a long time. Like it had been my favorite song for years, but I had never seen the video. So I finally see the video, and I see I see everybody in there, and I see Shock G, and then I find out that Shock G is my fucking Humpty, and I was like, and then I find out that Humpty, you know what I'm saying, how Tupac became a rapper and got his start and all that. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. So it just kind of took me to a whole nother place. And then when I found out, okay, this guy can fucking act his ass off. Like, fuck a triple threat. He can do whatever. You tell yeah. him this is what you need to do. He can do it. That's and what he's he gonna fucking do. amazing at it. And I was like, bro, this is it's just crazy. And honestly, I feel like he should have been in a lot more fucking yeah. hood classics. You know what I mean? He got... He got above the rim. He got juice. He got poetic justice. He was but supposed to be like, in Boys in the Hood too. But right. They, uh, I wish he was. They took him out for uh, and put Ice Cube in it, which Ice Cube made it iconic for sure. Yeah. But uh, like he you, as you see him as Dope Boy, it's like I can't really see. Tupac. Yeah, you can't see nobody else. No. I can see Tupac doing the role right, but not carrying it the way Cube did. Cube yeah. carried that bitch. He yeah, he was he, Dope Boy. He definitely. Yeah, he definitely did his thing on that one. Now let me ask y'all this: Speaking of hood movies. Would y'all consider? Would y'all consider a uh, Eight Mile a Hood movie? Would you not mean? Yes, you would. Yes, yes. Yeah. explain. There was still there was a lot of struggle in there. Yeah, there was like, you know, he had his daughter, and he was an upcoming rapper. He had to prove himself to a bunch of people that like had already looked at him like an outsider. So right, he definitely had to struggle. Like his home life too, he was struggling. His mom, yeah, yeah. 
shit, that nigga struggled the whole movie. There was never yeah. really a yeah. come out of the struggle. It was just, okay, no, that nigga it, succeeded on stage. That to, was it. That to be honest, it's true. I didn't think about that until just now. He never did come up. Yeah, never came up with the whole thing. So it had to, you know say from a struggle standpoint, definitely a hood movie. The fact yeah. that it was a bunch yeah, of yeah, rap, yeah. Mm-hmm. hood movie, a bunch of niggas, hood movie. Hood movie. You know what I mean? So... It was just yeah. told through a different perspective. Though. Yeah, I thought that's the that's part it. that I fuck, made me fuck with it. Because I was, I'm an M fan. But like, oh, yeah. like that really, I was like, man, just to see it from another perspective, you know what I mean? That was mm-hmm. like, you know, because obviously they, we gonna know what our story is. Like, you know, we gonna recognize the stories that's about us, but whatever. But like, right. to recognize a story that you can relate to, but from a different point of view, you know what I mean? Like, you can relate to it, but even though you ain't white, you know, you ain't a white person trying to like be you know, rapping and all this shit, getting Thank booed God. off stage. <laughs> but at the same time, you can relate to it, though. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Everybody uh, can relate to, like, struggling, being, that... being a struggling rapper is not a fun story. No. Um, but then when you add white on top of that, like, that's like trying to be successful in black. That's, like, extra hard because yeah. typically we don't show up in that, that arena too often. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being a white guy rapping, you know, if it wasn't him, nobody else could do that. Nobody yeah. else can make that movie. Like honestly, I would never. I wouldn't like. I don't, I wouldn't want to see a G Easy Eight Mile type of movie. Fuck. Like, and even though he's from nothing Oakland, he's right, from Bay. He's from Oakland. I know he. He probably know a bunch of motherfuckers that's for real, for real. Right. But like at the same time, I can, I don't think I could sit and watch G Easy do an Eight Mile movie. No, I could. Like honestly, and you, but in random tangent, why do y'all think <laughs> that part? Why do y'all think G Easy catch so much hate? Be, I don't know. I think it's just because. I think it's because he just say how much he gonna fuck people, girl. Honestly, that's like every time I hear about Jeezy, that's all I hear. Is how he's and see, like, but that's the crazy thing because what rapper don't say that? Yeah, but G, it's like Jeezy make it his his make it his thing. Oh, I'm gonna fuck your bitch. Like, and then not only that, like <laughs> there's evidence of him with people's girls or like around people's girls. Yeah, yeah, he like, does. Yeah. He does actually seem like. I mean, I nothing against the dude. Yeah, but it do seem like he gonna try to slide in your woman DMs. Personally, yeah. and I say this respectfully, I just don't like the way he enunciates things. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I yeah. go lie, like, like forty yards see, you, over. Like, I was gonna like, say, like, you got to think about it. When it comes to California, when it comes to the Bay, when it comes yeah. to West Coast rappers, they all have that. They are, yeah, and it might be different levels. It might be, you know. But Whatever, but coupled but, with his, but coupled with his voice, though, right? Exactly. See, some some dudes it works, and then some yeah. dudes it does not. And sometimes I find myself doing it on a record. I'm like, bro, you got to do, you got to do that take again, because you, you sound like a jackass. Like you need to, <laughs> you need to stop that. Somebody's gonna hate you just because of how you said that. But sometimes it, I, I can't help it. Like when I, like if I get upset or I get excited, I start talking hella fast. Mm-hmm. And people are like, "Oh, you must be Puerto Rican." Shut the fuck up. Yes, I am, but you don't have no right to assume that. And, <laughs> but then I also start sounding like I'm from the West Coast, and yes. I'm like, I mean, technically I'm from the Midwest, but whatever. I mean, I I did grow up in California for a little while, so I mean, I've picked up pieces from everywhere. I've lived in the Midwest, the North, the South, the East, yeah. the West Coast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so. I've been everywhere, so I talk different depending on who you ask. On the West Coast, they're like, "Oh." I can tell you're from the Midwest. When I go back home, they're like, oh, nigga, you sound Southern as shit. When I'm down here, oh, you must be from up North. Well, why I sound like I'm from somewhere else every time I'm somewhere? <laughs> and so it comes out on my records. And sometimes, like, I'll hear shit like, um, 
what was the song uh, he did? Uh, Provide with Chris Brown. Yeah. Now I will say, normally I wouldn't have felt it from coming from him, but because you know he sampled my favorite song of all time, you know what I'm saying? Gotta have Return of the Mac on there. If you got Return yeah. of the Mac, I'm gonna listen to your shit. Yeah. But I like the way he did that. He did that shit nice and smooth. So I was like, okay, cool. I, but that's the only G Easy song that I have. Yeah, I mean, I don't go listening to this nigga shit, but I love his beats. He got great beat selection. Yeah, I give him that. But I listen to like it, most of his it, like known songs. I, I right, I can't exactly. Say I, I don't go looking album. for this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he's not one of those ones that I think when I think Bay Area, I want to hear this nigga. No, 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 no. Like the, it goes, you know, too short, forty. Yeah. Um, fucking keep the sneak. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Fab. You know what I'm saying? Like. I want to yeah. hear them niggas. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not looking for G Easy there. But at the same time, like I'll fuck with um League of Stars. When I hear them dude songs, I yeah. listen to motherfuckers I've never even heard. And I'm like, oh yeah, that shit raw as fuck. You know yeah, I mean? that's raw. All right. But so it just don't work for him. Neither. <laughs> Yo, I'm over here thinking about because I, I had to come and look at uh Easy's discography, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, what is really a song that I that I know from him other than this song that he did with Kaylani? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Banger. But uh, the very first song that I heard from G Easy was I Mean It. But literally, like Jay said, if I ever said, uh, fuck your bitch, you yeah. know, I mean it. I yeah, mean- like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, let me ask you this, Neva. Now, let me ask you this, since we on this subject of white rappers. <laughs> you no. picking? Are you picking G Easy, or are you pick, picking Logic? Oh shit! <sighs> I also wanted to ask this question so no one would ask me. <laughs> Man. I don't even know because I just feel like at at one point I really did fuck with Logic until it was just becoming too repetitive for me. Like it was just always. I'm mixed. Oh, I knew it. That's I knew it. I knew that was, knew that was coming up. Too. That's what, yeah, that's what that's, everybody That's what everybody, says. like, that's same with me. Like, like I can't listen to it. How many times that we know? Like, we know bro. Now. We see you, we see <laughs> No, not me. And every time he said, <laughs> I'm like, to me, every time he say some shit about him being mixed, I'm like, oh, you white. Like, it's like, and not just because, like, I don't like I know a lot of mixed kids, ones that are like more with their white family and some that are more with their black family or whatever like that. Right. I'm just talking about strictly black and white because that's what he would he's mixed black and white. Right. So but even then, like, bro, you can always tell, like, bro, like I ain't never had to neither one of them had to preach how much how mixed they are, like how black, how much they did, you know what I mean? And right. it's a struggle. It's a struggle for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Them having to, you know, uh figure out what where they belong at you know i ain't gonna say that i ain't gonna take this struggle away from them but at the same time it's just like bro i know like i get it You're, yeah i get it i get you know it what, though? to to come back to your question i still think that i would choose even saying what i said i would still probably go with logic over g easy for the simple fact that there's more versatility and more skill and more like his cadence ability yeah better I can feel that. See, yeah. I can feel that. Like from a from a artist standpoint, like I can see why you pick Logic and like and from an artist standpoint, if I had to pick it on a straight artist standpoint, yeah, I would pick Logic too for lyric because he can he can spit like this. Like when he's not talking about that, he can fucking spit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He got some dope features too. 
But honestly, if I have to, if I had to pick, I probably would go with Jeezy because I know he has like mainstream songs that I can just vibe to, and it's usually ones with features. I ain't I don't I haven't listened to one that I really just like with just him on it. That I was just like, all right, bet. I think my favorite Jeezy song is Order More, but that's because Stara on it, and I fuck with Stara, and I was just like, yeah, I fuck with this because Stara made that bitch sound hard as fuck, and like I don't listen to Jeezy, but I listen to it. Then you know, No Limit or whatever. With uh him and Cardi and all and ASAP and yeah. stuff, you know what I mean. That's the hard song, but again, features. He has another song that's called West Coast. Oh, oh I yeah. love that song. I remember that one. But yeah. I love it because YG and Blueface on it. Honestly, yeah. that's the only reason I listen to it. I think the one song that really put me on or like earned my respect for Logic was Gang Related. Yeah. And that project. That project alone. I forgot the name of the project. Um, I know that song. Yeah, I just remember like the cover artist, like graffiti style. But yeah, that whole project was like it slapped. I really like that project. I probably I mean, that's a good song though. Yeah, yeah, it was. Hell yeah, that's a good song. I I have to give. I'm a, I'm a, I'm just gonna say, listen, shout out to both of them because they 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 successful in what they logic. I don't even. I think he said he retired from music because he got married and shit. I don't know. I think that's what he said. But uh, either way. You know what I mean? They got oh, their success and everybody. Let's to another question or another topic of discussion. Okay. Would you and would you ever feel like you could marry somebody? Okay, so let me try to word this correctly. Logic retired because he got married, right? Right. Let's go with that scenario. Okay. Me personally, I don't think that I would ever be able to put somebody over my music. Like, do you really love them or like do they really love you? Like how do y'all see that? If if they if they put you in a position to where you have to choose them over your music. Well, I have my own um my own opinion about that, but I'm gonna let Michael go because Michael's the only one out of us that is currently married. So <laughs> I'm gonna let him uh I had a feeling you were gonna defer to me on this one. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it relates to you <laughs> more. It's all good because I I I had a feeling I was taking point on this. So, um, for me, I I know for a fact I could never be with somebody that made me have to make that choice. Right, if my wife ever right. came to me and said, "Okay, it's me or the music." Okay, well you got to hit the bricks, baby. I love you, but I'm a real, I'm gonna love you from a distance because you know what this means to me. You know that my music is my therapy. You know this is the only reason that I stay sane. This is the only reason that I never pulled the trigger. This is the only reason that I'm right. still here to take care of you and our children. Right. I can't be with you if you have to make me choose this. If I can make time to take care of our kids, take care of you, clean the house, cook dinner, run errands, handle the finances, do all these things, go to school, work on all these businesses and projects and all this, and still make time for my records... What's the issue? Why would right. you put me in a position where I have to choose that? Now, if you're asking me that before I ever make it, I'm still going to choose the fucking music because, again, this is my therapy. I'm right. going to therapy, and this is still my therapy. So if you're making me choose that, you're telling me that you would rather me put you on a pedestal and put you first and fuck up my mental health again than be healthy to be around for you and our kids. If you're willing, If you're willing to say that, you being selfish as shit, you need to get the fuck out of my face because because right. I might hurt you. That like that's 
that's not cool because you're going to put me in a headspace to where I might actually hurt you or our children and not realize what I've done until it's too late. And if you're willing to put me and our family in that position, we don't need to be married. We need to go ahead and get some paperwork filed. I'll grab the kids, go to my mom's house. You can have the house. I don't care. I mean, the house don't mean shit to me. I want the kids and we'll go from there. So if my, and my wife knows that. So, you know what I mean? I wouldn't make that commitment to somebody who doesn't know that already. She knows what it means to me because she's not a musical artist, but she's a graphic artist. So, right. you know what I mean? She understands what art is for me because it's the same thing for her. And she knows I would never choose to put her in a position like that. That's why she works the job she does. She's a tattoo artist, but she had to take an apprenticeship first, which means for the past three, four months, she ain't been getting paid from this job. She's just learning the trade, but I still kept the finances up, figured out how to make everything work for us. And I'm doing all this and being the stay at home dad and handling all this business because this is your dream. If I had a position to where I could be out on the road doing records or I was writing songs for people or whatever the case may be, making beats, whatever. And the opportunity came up for me and you said, well, it's either me and the kids and you go get a real job or you can go do this and be by yourself. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go do this and be by myself and I'm still going to make sure I'm there for my kids every day. So, you know, being in a position like that, I feel like every artist that takes it seriously, that, you know, cherishes music like we do and holds it in high esteem and, is passionate about it and loves it like we do can never be with somebody that doesn't allow them to do that. Now I will say there is, there's a fine line. You got to understand sometimes you got to make that sacrifice. You might have that dope ass record that you got stuck in your head and you need to lay it down, but you got to put it on hold for another 48 hours. Mm -hmm. I've been in positions like that. You know what I mean? My son, he's teething right now. So for the past two days, I haven't been able to lay a record, but I've had him in my head, but today he felt good. I've already laid down three records and they dope as shit per usual. <laughs> but my wife understands if she sees me at this computer sometimes, yeah, I just feel like making a beat. But she knows if I'm at this computer, I need that. That might be the only piece I'm going to get for the day. So she lets me do, do my thing. You know what I mean? She doesn't have to leave for work until 10 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. So if I wake up at 6 30 because I can't sleep and my anxiety's through the roof and I'm at this computer, and, you know, she hears me recording at 730 in the morning. Shit, well, the baby was going to wake up anyway, so I'm going to let him wake up. We're going to watch TV in this room and I'm going to let my husband record in the living room. And she she lets me do what I need to do. She's not worried about, oh, you know, he's going to be famous. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, you damn man, shout out to my little sister, man. Yeah, <laughs> she, she is the fucking truth. Nobody held me down like she held me down all these years before I was shit. She she let she reminded me, hey, you are worth something. Stick around. We we got stuff to do. That you have so stuff important. to do. Yeah. And she backs me up and she'll tell me, hey, babe, you can do better on this record. Or babe, this my shit. You know what I mean? Or babe, you need to get that motherfucker out as soon as possible. You know what I mean? Or she can hear the passion in my voice and she can she knows what, what I'm doing is important to me. She's like, baby, whether you want to be famous or you just want to keep making records for your damn self. I'm going to support you 100%. If you need equipment, let me know. We'll find a way to get it. If you want to do this, you want to do that. Not a lot of people would back somebody up doing music. I'm only three years into this. The average artist got at least 10 years before he get discovered. I'm not even trying to get famous. And she I mean, never made me feel bad about that. Right now, but yeah, say, yeah, I was going to say, that, that is a little different. But like we talk about it. I'm like, you know, if I ever get famous, are you going to be comfortable with me going on the road? Yeah, yeah. as long as you're happy. 
Okay, cool. You know what I mean? Hey, look, sometimes hoes is going to show up. Now, I can't control the hoes. I can only control how I respond <laughs> to the hoes. This said, is true. Right. She said, That's hey, true. I know you. I know the type of person you are. And I know what I'm getting myself into. I know that this world is very trying. And when you get to a certain level, there's going to be some issues. But I know you. If you can, you're going to bring me and the kids along with you. If you can't, I trust you to go out on the road, do what you love to do, and then come back home to me. You're right. That's exactly what the fuck I'm going to do because I ain't got time for bitches to be talking. I'm pregnant. Shit. Me. I already had mine. <laughs> I ain't having no more. We done. Oh, oh I want baby. Be. So you better get the hell away from me then because I ain't the one for you, baby. I'm trying to be in a relationship. <laughs> not with me. You not. Oh, I'm going to tell your wife. Tell her what? Because I ain't did shit. Tell her you're a liar. <laughs> right. That's about it. That's the only thing you better tell her. Oh, I'm pregnant by your husband. You a motherfucking liar. Because I already told Kelsey, if I start blowing up, I'm going to get in a vasectomy before my first motherfucking concert. So that way, if a girl ever come and tell you, oh, I'm Can pregnant you by your husband. Hey, Mac, hey, man, why are you walking like that? I right. I'm be like, y'all, what? look, I'm, I can't get her out the stage. Y'all finna see me sitting this in this chair a- like a... This I'm be sitting that bitch like two chains. I'm gonna sit we right in my wheelchair. We gotta get him a wheelchair. Hey, I'm gonna sit right in my wheelchair. He's like, "What's wrong? Just got my balls clipped. Don't worry about it. We gonna jam anyway." That's the first thing. That. That's the first thing I say on stage. Hey, this man got his balls clipped today, y'all. He can't Straight. walk. Around. Girls gonna be like, "Oh, yeah, no, don't know. You can't get close. You're not finna ice nothing. Nope. Uh, uh-uh. uh. We about to Wish call you this- would. We about to call this man No Nut November. Like- hey, <laughs> straight like that. Us. I'm gonna drop a whole mixtape too. The reason why I even asked that question was because I feel like as an artist, one of the biggest struggles that we have to face is being able to find a partner because I've been in so many situations to where like, if I'm not dating an, another artist or talking to another artist, and that's a whole different topic, but if I'm dating a non-artist, it's always a little bit more difficult than it would be if I was dating an artist. Because mm-hmm, I feel like yeah. artists understand oh, yeah. your lifestyles. It's just that your schedules always clash. Mm-hmm. And when it comes mm-hmm. to non-artists, like they just don't understand the lifestyle. No, no, yeah. they don't. I no, they do not. Yeah, and that's on many levels too. Because, like, it, and it's hard. Like, I've, I've had a situation to where I know what it's like, like being an artist and being married to someone who isn't an artist or who like, who doesn't see it the same way as you. And I've also been in a relationship where someone else was an artist, but they weren't, they weren't the same, wasn't the same medium. It wasn't music, but at the same time, they understood it, but it also brings like, it also brings its own like situations into it. You know what I mean? It brings its own like dynamics to it because like Nisa said, like if you dating someone else who was an artist, like if you're not there with them, like if y'all ain't living together, your schedule is going to clash all the time. You know what I mean? But but y'all both, especially if if they both in the same medium, like a lot of times, I don't really give a fuck for me. It's like, because I can get inspired by everything. But like, if someone say it was two musical artists, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, it just fucking, like they get it. You know what I mean? They understand where your mind at. You know what I mean? They understand like, if you're like in a certain, certain mode, they'll know why you're in that mode and they'll try to help you get out of it. You know? Right. Even when you are dating an artist that's in the same medium as you, mm-hmm. let's say two musicians, and you are together all the time, that's still difficult too. Because yeah, definitely. You're creating art that's so beautiful that you just don't want to fuck it up. So you start setting boundaries like, okay, should we take this to to a deeper level than, than what it is? Because I'm attracted to you, you're attracted to me, blah, blah, right. blah, blah. Like, I've been in that position too. Mm-hmm. It also comes to with, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But um, 
it also comes down to in that situation too is like whether you know it, it becomes an issue it can become an issue because i mean at least i don't know from my experience but i have my own shit too so i was of my own problem in this relationship as well but at the same time it's like it also comes to both parties even if they're individual artists you know struggling with the other person's passion for it because like if you're passionate about like say you're a musician and you're passionate about everything you do in music like most of the time like how we are usually like if someone else is passionate about this stuff but they don't they're not on the same level of passion as you and or they don't express it the same way as you that can also cause a clash because it's like because it can also seem because it can seem like to them like you know you're you're trying to be better. You're better than that. It also depends on the person. I ain't gonna say everybody like this, but it does depend on the person. But you know what I mean. They their passion that doesn't is it matches the same as yours for your passion. It'd be hard. It could become a disconnect because they can't understand why you got hype over this fucking beat placement you just got, <laughs> or like this fucking yeah. feature you got. But it at the same time, tough. they're in the other another medium saying it like you know it's photography or like you know some other shit. You know what I mean? Just anything. Yeah. Like or sculpting or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you, I had that like issue. you can't be understand like, oh man, I don't know what it's just marble, you know? What I mean? Just like, <laughs> it's just yeah, you, you you fucking made it something out of marble. I mean, it sounds like it's difficult as fuck, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just depends on the two people, like you know how they it, cl- how they mix with each other. It really does. It it helps and it hurts when it's another artist. Yeah, because. Like when I, because I've been in, I've only been in two different arenas as far as art, and that was dance and music. And when I was a dancer, the only thing I wanted, I wanted to date another dancer, I wanted to marry a dancer. And when, I remember that, Michael. You know, and when <laughs> when T Pain and Chris Brown came out with Freeze, oh, I was like, somebody oh, finally. Man fucking gets it that's all i want Yo, that song is forever one of my Bro, favorite songs you understand me i for that reason that song that song came out i fell in love with it so much that i was still in the dance studio at the time Shout and out. i finally got to go to a competition as a solo uh dancer i never got to do a solo before they were like well, what do you want your solo to be i was like i ain't have to think about it i was like i'm doing freeze i don't give a damn what they say i'm doing freeze straight up so i go i do my solo i fell in love with it so much choreograph my piece go to this competition i'm 16 years old i freestyled the whole damn thing at an actual competition and yep. i won most entertaining of the whole competition and won like three platinum trophies for it. Turns out one of the judges was Courtney Galliano from the first nice. season of So You Think You Can Dance. She's Shout like, out. you freestyled that whole thing, didn't you? I said, yes, I did. She was like, you are absolutely incredible. I've never seen somebody move like you. She was like, how old are you? I was like, I'm 16. She was like, you need to be in LA right now. You need to go on that show. And, you know, shout out to Courtney for that one because I couldn't believe that I was hearing this. I was like, damn, I might actually, I might have something. Yeah. But I wanted that, you know what I'm saying? I wanted that partner that understood what it meant to me when I heard that. Sound, that. You know what yes. I mean? And so now being an artist, I was like, you know, do I, do I want something like that? And then I yeah. thought about it, you know, that could be good, but 
then what if we have different tastes in music? What if she don't feel my music the way I feel her music or vice versa? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Then it's okay, well, baby, your, your verse was kind of whack. You could do better on that. Oh, so you, and that, you know what I mean? Then that causes dissension between the two of us. So it's nice having somebody that's in a different medium that's like, okay, well, I get inspiration from this. You get inspiration from that. And then right. it helps me out because my wife designs all my cover art. Every all the cover art for all my albums, all my mixtapes, EPs, whatever, she put all that shit together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that makes it ten times easier because now I don't have to pay somebody to go hunt my shit down. You know what I mean? I don't have to wait for somebody to send me my artwork. She sits there an hour later. Here, babe. Here go here go a few mock-ups. You tell me which one you like. I'm taking this one. Boom. Next thing you know, I'm on Distro Kid uploading my artwork. You know what I mean? So she 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 helps me out a lot and she definitely supports me. So it helps not just having somebody that's creative, but also that understands this is a passionate man about whatever the fuck he does. It could be business. It could be our kids. It could be us. It could be television. This motherfucker is passionate. Like she just saw me get unbelievably hyped when Shaman King got on fucking Netflix. Yeah. So you know, I mean, she knows like when he lo- when he loves something, he loves something hard and he loves his music. So damn it, I'm gonna love his music with him. And it's not just, oh, I like his music because that's my husband. Because she has told me, baby, that ain't it. Uh, you, you, need to, you either need to work on that record or put that on the shelf. Don't, don't put that out. That ain't it. And, you know, normally some people are like, man, what you mean? Like, I know my shit, though, blah, blah, blah. Those no, are naive be, ones, too. You know what I'm saying? Be honest with me. Because I would rather yeah. you tell me my song sucks than the world tell me my song sucks. Yeah, okay? after you done hyped it up. and then Right, you like, know what I'm saying? Oh, no, and there have been songs like that. I'm like, babe okay, I'm stuck between these three songs. Which one do you think should be the single? And then she might pick one that wasn't even in the list. She'd be like, I think that one should be the single because that's the strongest song you got. Well, fuck me. Okay, guess that's my single. And you know what I mean? I trust her because she's not going to have me out here looking goofy because uh, last time I checked, baby, we married. I'm your representation, just like you mine. So if I get out here with this whack-ass record, you're going to look bad. So I suggest you tell me the truth. And she understood that very quickly. She understood her assignment very early on. And since we have such different tastes in music and we come from such different backgrounds, mm-hmm. she helps me. You know what I'm saying? I'm a huge diehard Michael Jackson fan. She's a huge diehard Prince fan. So we know the genius that can go into a song. You know yeah. I mean? And so yeah. we work on that. But she likes her artists. I like mine. Like she's the reason that I ever got into Kid Ink. Like I never listened to really? Kid Ink before her. That's Man. I never listened to a single Kid Ink song before. I feel her. like I feel like I feel like uh Kelsey was the only other person that I knew that new kidding at aside from me like i feel like i was putting everybody right. in the kidding i'm like who the fuck don't nobody listen to kidding and then- right and see y'all like you know what I'm saying? and then it just happened to work out perfectly that you are also best friends with my wife so yeah. you know what i mean we we have that going for us that helps a lot so all y'all different music tastes help me find different songs and you know what I'm saying? Bring my inspiration because between the both of y'all, I probably wouldn't be half the artist I am if it wasn't for y'all to putting new shit into me and giving me new ideas and inspiration. So it's like it helps having that creative. And then it also happens, it helps to have other creatives that you and your significant other are mutual friends with. Yeah. Because when you have that mutual relationship with other creatives, then it's like, okay, cool. I don't have to just go to your punk ass. I can go to our <laughs> friends and get their opinions just because you salty because I didn't cook dinner tonight. You don't want to tell me how good my record is. Well, I'll see you tonight then in the bedroom 
I'm gonna go talk to somebody else. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go bring us up to the conglomerate. Right. Like I, I'm gonna go take this to the council because you over here bullshitting because you in your feelings that you gotta cook. My bad. So I mean it, it helps, but it also hurts because it's a very fine line. And once like we can we talk about what happens if I get a certain level of fame. But we can't really go too far into the conversation because, like, neither one of us has been there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been a pseudo celebrity locally, but I've never, you know what I mean? I've never been to the level that I would like to be at where I'm actually making money, money off of this. Right. So, I mean, we, we, try, to, we try to have as many candid conversations as possible. And I think that's super important for, for anybody, any creative that wants to go to a larger scale, I think it's super important to talk to your significant other about those things because if you don't go ahead and start opening up those conversations and building that rapport, you're going to find yourself in some fucked up situations that you really don't want to be in. And then you're going to have to, you're going to have to have the conversations and you're probably going to have to have them in front of a judge or an arbitrator. So, yeah, it's definitely you know. not worth that. The good thing, that's mm-hmm. good though. Uh, Niza, I know you brought up the conversation. I know you brought up this topic or whatever, but what you, I wanted to get your opinion on it too. Being an artist, I think you probably, out of all of us, probably have dated artists before. I mean, I assumed you did, but, <laughs> but <laughs> I, you know what I mean? You voted, I, I say, I feel like you dated or like, you know, had like more like, more courtship i should say with other artists than than me at least for sure like i mean i've been dated too many actual artists like yeah i think i think most of my relationships have been with artists um i think i've had maybe like one or two situations um where they weren't an artist and you know the way that that one ended was just like it was like Michael said earlier, like, I'm not, if you ask me to put you before the music, like, you can hit the door. I literally told him, like, don't ever ask me to put my music before you. I mean, put you before our music because at the end of the day, it's going to be the music. It's always going to be the music. Always. And always. Like, that was the, probably the second time in my life that I ever seen a man cry. Oh, damn. <laughs> hey, that, that shit tough because made that man cry. I mean, with like, oh man, I gotta lose my woman. Well, you should have gave her an ultimatum. Like, yeah. don't ever give an ultimatum if you're not prepared for both sides of whatever that's gonna be. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I never told him anything because he was uh he was he would ride motorcycles and he was in a motorcycle club, he was working on getting his vest or whatever, and I never told him anything about it, like go out, do you, be out all night. We used to stay together. Like, we lived together for a little while. Um, So he would be upset because I would be out in the studio till, you know how it goes for, like, 6 a.m. Just up. home at the crack of dawn, and he felt some type of way about it. So, of course, you know, he was just, like, after a certain point, he was like, yo, like, you got to stop doing this. It's either, like, us or you going out and Quote, quote, what he said, you being out there in the studio all night with a whole bunch of niggas. Oh, man. Ah. To me, I was just like, that's just projection. Like, you're insecure, you're lonely, whatever. Like, I get it, but I'm not going to choose. Like, I don't know. I just feel like nobody's ever guaranteed in this life. So if I'm only given time today, I'm going to use it for something that I love. 
Like, right. Not to say that I didn't love him, but not as much as I loved it. You know? Yeah. I'm definitely. To like, honestly, okay, so I feel the same way. It's like, I feel like it didn't, honestly, first off, it shouldn't matter. You shouldn't be giving someone your significant other an ultimatum. Like, honestly, right. to me, if you refer to somebody with an ultimatum, that means you automatically, you already don't give a fuck about what the answer is. Or you already have mm-hmm. what you want to answer to but be. Exactly. Or what you want to do with the answer. Because otherwise, what's the point of bringing it up? Right. Either, you wouldn't have an every, ultimatum. Yeah, because every other time, like, usually the person who's at, getting asked the question doesn't even know it's going to happen. Nope. So that's not even what's on their mind. These motherfuckers could be thinking about something totally different. So, like, as an artist, like, if someone to come to you and just be like, I mean, well, it's going to be either be me or your music, I mean, or whatever your art is, it's just like, well, you didn't, well, I mean, to me, at least to me, I just feel like, well, you don't even know me then. Right. You don't know me. You wasn't, you ain't really in this thing, in a relationship for me, because if you knew me, then you should know exactly. that, that you should know that that's not even a question you can ask me. Not even that part. You should know that this comes with me. You're right. No matter mm-hmm. where I'm at, this is part of me. And you, and if you knew me, you would know that this is a part of me. So yep. there's no reason for you to ask me that question. It doesn't have to be music or art and thing. It can be anything. If a motherfucker's really into like fucking, like I'm just gonna say accounting just because I know motherfuckers be really into math and I know accounts, accountants do a lot of math. But like, say there's like somebody's passion to just be like, you know what I mean, or the stocks or some shit like that. You know what yeah. I mean? And they're they're really putting their like all into learning about the shit. You know what I mean? Right. Practicing it. You know, taking the losses and the wins that come with it. You know, because that's a lot of what makes it so yeah. important. You being able to take the wins and the losses with whatever you're passionate about. So if someone is coming to you trying to be your significant other or whatever like that, or they y'all been talking for a minute and they're like, "Hey, you know what I mean? I do care for you, but I don't like I don't like the fact that you are into stocks." You know what I mean? I, and it's either going like you spend a lot of time doing that you know and like i don't feel like we get enough time together then so it's gonna be either me or you stay with this so in that situation like you you putting the person in a like unbelievable situation for them because you're asking them to to choose between something they're extremely passionate about and something that that's growing into something that they could that they're going that they're already starting to be passionate about which is the relationship so you tell them to choose between the two you're actually telling them that you, I don't really want all of you. I just want the pieces of you that I like. Right. You know what I mean? I want to keep yep. the pieces of you that I like, and then we'll just get rid of that. Now, if the person's doing <laughs> some shit that they shouldn't be doing, like if a motherfucker's just into gambling, right? Like just can't control it, or like they're just into some like some shit that's like detrimental to their life, then yeah, definitely makes perfect sense. That's then. when you should be bringing the ultimatums in. Like if it's something that can like harm them or like you know put y'all exactly. in bad position. Then yeah, definitely do that. But like, if it's just something you know that this person is like really passionate about, and you're gonna make them choose between it, then don't do that. Just go do what you were planning to do. If they would have said, "I'm picking this instead of you," go. Right. That's what you really want them to say. So just mm-hmm. go ahead and just talk to them. And if that's not what you want them to say, listen. Then tell them, "Hey, listen, I want to talk to you about some shit. Like, I know this is what you love, and I know you were passionate about it, and I respect that, and I love that part about you." But I feel like this part of our relationship is being slacking. You know, I'm if they, if you're being a supportive partner, significant other to this person, while they you know they go after the, you know go after what they they're passionate about, then you know then I, at that point, if you're being that supportive, then at the point you'd be like, okay, you know, I kind of feel like we're slipping away from us. Let's talk about it, see what we can figure out. Right. 
you know, figure out a good compromise or something that'll work where you can still do what you love and I can be there to support you for that. But I need you to just come and support me too. You know, and what that's I mean? how you're supposed to handle that. You yeah, can't yeah, yeah. just, hey, it's either me or that. Are you stupid? Because you you knew you there's no way you came to me and thought I was gonna choose you. Like, like you said, you don't know me. And since you don't know me, you obviously don't care to know me because you're giving me this ultimatum. Don't worry about it. Go, go do you. Uh, you know, I wish you the best. Uh, peace and love. But you're going to have to get the hell out of my face. That, sure you know, otherwise, like you said, come talk to me. Tell me. Okay. I feel like uh, this part of our relationship is lacking. This is, this is how I feel. This is why I feel this way. Let's sit down and either come up with solution, some solutions together or these are the solutions I have in mind. Let's see if we can find a compromise between where you're at and where I want us to be. Because, I mean, we, I just, I, I just, I'm, I'm real big on being too grown for shit. Don't lie. Just tell me what the fuck is on your mind. I'm not Straight a mind up. reader. I'm not finna read your mind. You know what I'm saying? I, talk to me. Let me know what the fuck is going on. And then we can fix some shit. Straight up. Well, we're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a little, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, I was gonna say we're gonna stop it. We can still stop it, but. Niza has to get up out of here. So I'm going to let Niza get up out of here. Um, we can actually, we can end it here. But before we go, I do want to say that, you know, this being the first episode of this, I can't wait for us to do more. I'm so glad that yeah. to both of y'all are on here with me. Niza might not be responding right now because Niza's, uh, Niza's been disconnected from the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. From the, from the, the, the John. She's still here, though. They can still hear her back here in the background. Sure. I'm in the back. I'm still in the cut. She's still in the cut. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, definitely, I want y'all to go ahead, definitely plug all y'all social medias because the point is for us to keep getting exposure and I want this to help boost everybody's exposure as well. You know what I mean? So, Michael, if you oh, yeah. want to go ahead and like give all your socials, wherever it can find you at. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Man, I'm I'm super easy to find. You can go on Facebook and you can find me uh at Michael Anthony. I mean, you should probably know how to spell my first name though. It helps a lot. Uh which is M Y K A L. And if you don't know how to spell Anthony, you should uh, never mind. That was mean. Um you should <laughs> Google it. Um but you can find me on Facebook at Michael Anthony. You can find me on Instagram at I am underscore Michael Anthony. Um, I think that's my Twitter handle too. I really should do better about keeping up with my Twitter. I really I'm don't. I'm not good at um, I'm, I'm so fucking I'm terrible at Twitter. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm terrible at Twitter. And yeah, it's not, you can, people will be like, you're showing your age, but no, honestly, right. I just don't get on there. Much I never, I, I never got it. I yeah. never got it, bro. I never got it. But I'm all, you can find me on TikTok. Same shit. I am Michael Anthony. If you want to find me anywhere, you can just probably type in, I am Michael Anthony and you'll find me somewhere in there or, or just, just type, type in Michael Anthony. Michael Anthony. Yep, and you can find you can me Google on Spotify, all us, SoundCloud, honestly. everything. Yeah, literally just Google me. M-Y-K-A-L Anthony. And you'll find me everywhere you need to find me. All right. Niza. Um, yes, so you can find me on Instagram. Uh, it's nature.222 ntr.222 i don't want y'all to find me on facebook now it's too many <laughs> too many scammers on facebook we're not gonna play that game okay <laughs> but um yeah on twitter 
my handle is at candied yam so you know <laughs> don't ask I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah that's that's my twitter yeah so you know i'm out here instagram is probably my most active one though so i'm not even gonna throw the snapchat out there because that's but a whole other ball game hey, i don't yeah. need that snapchat is whenever it's gonna go down hey i'm gonna start yeah, giving my snapchat, snapchat out when i get famous right I'm gonna, I'm gonna start giving that story. out when, when we get famous. Then I'll start giving my Snapchat out. If you got my Snapchat, that means I like you. Straight up, we got to talk about something else when we get on Snapchat. Like, yeah, that's what I'm talking it. about. We might have to do just an episode <laughs> about Snapchat in general. Oh, Facts. Lord. Facts. I'm not ready. Yet. I'm talking scandals. I'm talking about private snaps. I'm talking about all that. All hey, you that can do a, drama. You can do everything about. You can do all like three drama. shows about unsolicited dick pics. Honestly, um, really, you, you really <laughs> can. Audacity yeah. for me. That part. Hey, most of I, mean, <laughs> I ain't gonna say it. They gonna say. They gonna say. They gonna demonetize us before we get monetized. Yeah, we, say we, what I was say. yeah no, we can't. We can't do that yet. Gotta get. Some, gotta get a couple checks first. Yeah, gotta get a couple checks. Well, this is amazing, though. Yeah, can't definitely amazing. More. So glad y'all was here to do that. Thank you. <laughs> well before we wrap up yeah they gave you a, mine i'm mostly on instagram like all the time mostly like i don't really be on every other social media that much but uh instagram for sure and uh you can find me at, at j that's j-a-e because everyone puts a y and that's not how my name <laughs> spelled you will not find me i will not pop up I would not be anything near what you're trying to look for if you put J-A-Y. Anyway, my shit is J-Van sucks because I want, you know, just because I want you, I want to prove you wrong. Um, That part. (laughs) (laughs) I do have Twitter. I I try to get more into Twitter. I kind of got a link to Facebook just so if I type something, I don't have to go to Twitter and type it. I'm lazy. Uh, Either that or I'm going to say the professional, like all my stuff to work cohesively. Um, (laughs) But on there, it should be, it's Black or J, because that's what, when I do say stuff on Twitter, it's usually just shit that I'm thinking, and either random or it's like some shit that I'm like, hey man, think about it for a second. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> so, but yeah, so yeah, definitely, I'm like, I don't give out my Snapchat unless I know you're in real life, so otherwise, I don't have to get random shit from people I don't know. Never. But anyway, again, I want to thank y'all for joining me on this one like i said it's gonna be more of the more of the, of the other co-hosts we're all co-hosts together honestly but the other ones may pop in we got some other people there that are part of the show that just couldn't be here for this episode today um but it's okay we have fun we still have we you know we didn't cover everything but what's the point of covering everything because honestly it's not like we really know what a podcast is about anyway that's the point of this that shit being called is it's really a podcast because from what I know, all we're doing is talking shit. <laughs> That's it. But yeah, this is the first episode. I, you know, For everyone who is listening to it, thank you guys for listening. If you guys got questions you want to ask us, you can hit us up on our, uh, on our social medias that we gave out. Ask us any questions if it's topics you want us to cover on any of the other episodes. Let us know about that. When you hear this, it'll be Saturday. So have a great Saturday at that. <laughs> yes. Also, and um, yeah, we're going to you know, we try to put out episodes every week for you guys, maybe two times a week, depending on who can get to it or not, you know, and what's happening. Um, got a lot more stuff, got a lot more ideas for you guys coming up. And I feel like that's all I can really say. 
without just repeating myself or just saying random shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, actually, Michael, do yes. you want to leave them with a song or something? We can drop a song in this bitch at the end. Just let them 